I believe God put a specific light in your heart for a purpose, for you to shine it into this world in a way that nobody else can. A light that is unique as the print on your finger. And our job is to take that light and go love people with it in this world. Everywhere you go, you have a ministry. You don't just have to be a preacher to have a ministry. Your light is your ministry. It's how you shine it at your job, at your family, at the dinner table with your friends, at the movies, at the park, at your apartment. Everywhere you go, you are made to shine your light. Do it. Be it. Love people. Be kind. Honor them. Honor yourself. This is made to shine. Oh, oh, oh. How are we doing? You already know. It's Sunday. It's made to shine. Podcast launch. Here we go. All the mojo, all the goodness, all the what have you on this day, Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. It's whatever day you're really listening to this. How are we? I don't know if it sounds like there's a fire breathing dragon next to me. I'm in front of my space heater because I am freezing. Um, it is, it's actually July and I feel as if I just jumped into an ice bath. I'm so cold. I do not know what's going on, but you'll just have to put up with it because I'm so cold. I don't think I could function and record this if I did not have my space heater in front of me. So I'm actually so excited for today's conversation and I don't think it's going to be a very popular one. Ooh, don't you love a hook line like that? It's not going to be a very popular one. The reason I say that is because this is not going to be a fuzzy, magical, sparkle, shimmery message. This is going to be very practical. And the who I don't think is going to find this message very popular are my entrepreneurs out there which I know is a lot of you. So this is going to be super fun. And the reason I wanted to get on here and talk about this is because, you know, I am an entrepreneur. I am. I have always been an entrepreneur. I even like, I think an entrepreneur is any, any person that has an idea of something that isn't from their employer and they act on it. Like it has nothing to do with a company, with your employer, It's you, it's what God put in your heart, and you actually do and complete the thing. Because I know a lot of people who have ideas, and I trust me, there are my DMs all the time. How do you write a book? How do you start a podcast? There's a lot of people with ideas, but they never actually do anything. So I'm talking to my people that like, you do stuff, you've done stuff, and or you want to do stuff, and you're making a plan, and you're starting the small executions. The reason I don't think this is going to be popular is because... Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. I am also in corporate America. I have a corporate job that I genuinely love. Like people, it's funny. I Sometimes I feel like I'm not, okay, I'm going to say it this way. I feel sometimes like a Hannah Montana vibe. Like I have two different worlds almost. You know, I go to my corporate job and it's, well, it's, it's a corporate job. It's what you expect it to be. Everyone's an employee. Everyone's kind of doing what their, the mission from the top is. And, and yeah, there's a lot of opinions I have that I don't necessarily agree with, but I can't act on them because guess what? I'm an employee. And then I go to conf- 
conferences where I meet people who have read my books and read my devotionals and listened to my podcasts. And I love meeting you guys, by the way. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Um, and I feel very entrepreneurial, if that's a word, entrepreneurially. However, it's, but then I go back to my job on Monday and things. And so it's funny because there's like these two different worlds and that used to bother me so much. It used to be such an insecurity of mine because in high school and in college, when I was like, you know what? I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be my own boss. I want to, I want to do that. It was my biggest fear to go in corporate America because I was so afraid of losing that autonomy. Losing myself is what I ultimately was afraid of. I was afraid of losing Annie Mayfield and losing her magic and her sparkle and her uniqueness, right? That all to say, I also was positioned this version of entrepreneurship that it is an either or. You can either be in corporate and be an employee, or you can be an entrepreneur. You cannot be both. You cannot be both. And so that influenced so much of my thinking. And what I saw, and what honestly I wanted to do, I remember I was a a senior in college and I did not want to get a job. Like I was like, mom, I want to build my business, all the stuff. And God bless Beth Mayfield. She was like, Annie, you need benefits and you need a solid salary before all you're doing really takes off. God bless her. And I did. And it was the best thing that I, best move I ever made. Contrary to what I was taught. Contrary to what I think a lot of people in our culture do. And that's why I think this popular, this message is not going to be very popular, but I think it's so important. Like I wish someone took baby college Annie and told her, Annie, There is a responsible way to do entrepreneurship. Annie, there is a responsible way to build your own craft. If you want to be your boss and work for yourself, that's awesome. But there's a responsible way to do it. And I think we live in such a world that, yes, more than ever, there's opportunity to be your own boss. And there's opportunity to make your own money your own way. And you don't have to go the corporate route necessarily. But with that, I think people are jumping ship straight into it so fast fast that there's no stair step and it's irresponsible and oh oh I can already tell people are going to be so cringed about this but someone needs someone needs to tell that person there's another way to build your businesses there's another way to go that avenue a lot of uh, business owners, entrepreneur people, they're very extreme people. I say this because I'm an extremist. Like I'm someone, if I, I remember when I first got into intermittent fasting, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a three-day water fast. Like just, just, just did it. Like I just was like, okay, we're, we're just, we're doing it. Like I was so into, I was like, we're going, right? When I, when I decided I wanted to start running, I was like, okay, let's go run 10 miles. Like, let's go, let's go. It, it, there's no entryway. And so I, I, I sympathize. I get it. My people out there that are like that, you're like, I'm going in head first. I am like that. And that pattern showed up in my entrepreneurship, which is why I didn't want to do anything else other than mine, my stuff. So 
what I see in our world is people are like, I've got this dream. I'm going to, I'm going to write a book. I want to build this network marketing business. You see this in network marketing all the time. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go all in. And some people look at that as, hey, that shows commitment. I've even heard like God's going to reward that because you show commitment. That's what I heard growing up. And that's where the guilt of having to enter in to other avenues came in. It was, it was absolute guilt. And so I want to speak to that person today, that there's a part of you that's like, yeah, I, I want to be all in from a commitment level, but I like financially, it doesn't make sense for me to quit my job. Financially, it doesn't make sense for me to stop being a nanny as well. Financially, it doesn't make sense for me to put down that loan or to ask for that loan, to put down that money. It doesn't like, there's got to be another way. There's got to be a stair step method. And that's what I want to share is that there is, there is entrepreneurship doesn't have to look like jump diving in head first and not knowing how shallow the water is. Cause that's what a lot of people do. They're like, I see, oh my gosh, I see this in network marketing all the time. This is it. I'm going to be a millionaire in two years. I'm going to quit my job. And then guess what? It takes a lot longer than you thought. Or maybe you do hit millionaire in two years. But I know at least for me and my mom, for example, who we've both built successful network marketing businesses and we've done other entrepreneurial things that have done well financially. It didn't seem smart at a certain point to do that. It's okay. It is actually more than okay. It's more okay than the contrary to be responsible about how you enter entrepreneurship. If you have, let's get practical here. If you have an idea for a business or you are introduced to a network marketing compensation plan or you want to write a book or you want to start a podcast and create sponsorships that pay for you to kind of sustain yourself. If you want to start flipping things on Amazon, if you want to start a dog walking business, and I saw a guy, he was making like six figures a year with a dog walking business he started. If you want to do all these things, great. Don't quit your day job just yet. Don't. Do not quit your day job just yet. And here's why. Because when you first starting an endeavor is hard. Like I remember when I first started my network marketing business when I was 18, those first like three, four years, there was not a lot of fruit. There was a lot of planting. There was a lot of planting, but there was not a lot of harvesting. And then eventually it took off. But if I had to also, like if my livelihood was based on this thing, man, that would have made the process so unenjoyable. And a lot of entrepreneurs, that's what we do. We dive into something head first and we live as if it, well, our life does depend on it because we give up everything for it. And the process of creation starts to suck. It starts to suck. When you allow yourself the grace of having multiple streams of income and you don't quit your day job just yet, don't quit your day dream, but don't quit your day job, you can build your business, you can build your 
company. You can write your book. You can record your podcast and start reaching out for the sponsorships. You can do that when you're not working your day job. And not only that, but then you don't have the pressure of having to, in those first couple of years or months, have your creation, your business, your whatever, provide for you with food, with water, with living, with transportation. And so you can actually use that as an avenue for 100% creativity and love and enjoyment as opposed to pressure. Let your corporate job, let your main gig take the pressure of providing for you. Let your other things that you want to create entrepreneurially, let those just be a fun, exciting experience. So you bring love, love to that creation, not pressure. See, that's where I think we get it wrong. We sell people this bill of goods. Like if you're not all in, if you don't give up everything, if your family isn't asking how you're going to put food on the table because you quit your day job for this, then you're doing it wrong. You're not committed. Oh, I disagree entirely. I think another huge testament to commitment is how willing you are to do it when you're tired. When you have to make time for it, when it isn't convenient, when you have all day to build your dreams, that's really convenient. When you work a day job and you have to go home after that day job and record the podcasts and write the books and send the reach out messages for your network marketing business and upload things on Amazon and figure out how to make a website. When you have to do that after Your day job, that's commitment. That's what I do. That's what I do. My job, sometimes it's way longer each day than like a typical nine to five. Because with sales, depending on quarters, all this stuff, it, it is different. But for me, most of my nights look like, like right now. Well, right now it's actually early in the morning. It's like 6 a.m. But, because I'm a morning person. But I get up earlier before my job so that I can do this. Sometimes I stay up later if I've had a couple of beers, which is my all natural energy drink, um, to do stuff like this. To me, that's commitment. It's, hey, hey, I care so much about what I'm building and why I'm building it and the God who put this on my heart to build this, to follow through with it when I don't feel like it. So don't you dare, my people out there, that you want to build that thing, but you're like, I'm not willing to quit everything and give up everything for it. You don't have to. Don't. That was me. Like, I don't know about you, but the lifestyle I like to live, I don't want to be sleeping on a mattress in a closet building my dreams. (laughs) I'm sorry. I like my nice Tempur-Pedic. I like my nice, fancy, quite expensive space heater for when I'm freezing. I like having the resources to pay people to help create sponsorships for my podcast or pay people to help with Instagram creation to help my businesses. I like having those resources. I like knowing that I can afford a meal delivery service 
so that I can save that time it would take for me to cook, because, I mean, I can't cook, but to, to prepare a meal so that I can use that to go record another podcast or listen or read for inspiration on a book or, or create a website or I like having resources and not having the pressure. If I had to come onto this podcast knowing that I was relying entirely on how many listens this podcast got to put food on my table, I don't think I could truly say I'd be coming to this with a servant heart. Like, I love you guys. And the reason that I'm doing this at 6 a.m. right now is not because I rely on you to eat or to pay my rent. I, I don't. Like, I really, I don't. I don't need this podcast to pay my rent. I do it because I fully believe God put a seed on my heart for this particular message and every message that I send and someone needs it. That's why I do what I do. And so I think sometimes we paint this bill of goods. You're not a committed entrepreneur if you haven't given up everything for your dream. And I'm like, but, but there is another alternative, which is are you willing to maybe work a job you don't fully love? or you don't think is the end goal for you in order to provide for the things you think God says are for you. Every single month when I get my paycheck, whether it's from commissions or whatever in my corporate job, a portion of that, a percentage of that, of course, goes to investments, savings, all the stuff. But some of that I save my, I, I have my fun fund, my fun fund. That fun fund goes towards what I'm building. It goes towards my podcast. Like, okay, can I pay for, I don't know, someone to do cool effects on, and that's coming out, but like, or can I pay for someone who can help me with my reels on Instagram because that matters for promotions or can I help? Like I paid for someone to help with my website, right? Like do not think you have to quit everything and give up everything to be indicative of a committed entrepreneur. A committed entrepreneur is whatever you give that meaning of commitment to. And so my version of that is, hey, I'm willing in this season of my life, while I have the time and the, and the, the, the span and the capacity, I'm willing to work, you know, in a degree that am I going to do for the rest of my life? No. Is it my God's calling work? No. Is God in the work? Yes. But is it what I'm in game going to do for the rest of my entire life? No, but I'm willing to do it and do a great job at it and do my very best in order to provide for the things that I feel like God did put on my heart. And some of you need to hear that. Don't quit your day job, but also don't quit your daydream. And then guess what? You get to a point where all these little side hustles, as people call them, all these little side gigs, these things you're doing on the side, they start to make just as much, maybe even more than your main gig. And that's when you have the conversation of, okay, can I sustain this on its own without my main gig? But my friends, don't you dare think that being a committed entrepreneur to your side gigs, to your side hustle, looks like making that your only gig when it's not able to provide for you. 
And that's not going to be everyone's story. There's going to be people that they go all in. They go heads first. I know every single time I go to my network marketing conference, it's it's similar stories time and time again. I gave up everything. I was sleeping on a mattress. I sold my car to be at this conference. And while I love and respect and admire those stories because I do, I also crave the person with the message that said, hey, I was willing to work my nine to five job and then go home and late at night work this business until this business got to the point where it was making more than my nine to five job and I stepped away, right? Like we don't hear that enough in this sexy, fast entrepreneur world where everyone's Instagram reels with motivational music behind it is like, I gave up everything. My wife left me. My husband left me. I, my kids didn't know where their next meal was coming from. And we love those sob stories, but, but it's not all the truth. It's not. I mean, even you go to LA, most people who are working the coffee shop or restaurants, they're people who are wanting to be actors and actresses. They have a job while they're trying to build this other thing. There's always supposed to be more than one thing going on at once. Someone once, I was at my conference in Orlando last week and someone told me they were like, in the Garden of Eden, there was four rivers. Why didn't God make there just to be one river? He made there to be four. There was the Euphrates. There was, oh gosh, three others. Anyways, there was four rivers. There's always one, more than one source, more than one flow, more than one thing going on. And there might be one river in your life that's able to flow into another stream that you're trying to turn into a river. But until it turns into a river, you keep that main river. You keep flooding it. You keep swimming in it. So don't buy into the false expectation, the false declaration that to be a committed entrepreneur and the only way to be successful is to give up everything. That's not true. And I can prove it to you because that's my story. I am a successful entrepreneur. I have built multiple successful businesses. My most financially successful will probably be my books or my network marketing business. And I work a full-time gig and I work it damn well. I love my full-time job. I'm good at what I do. I am good at corporate sales. I also love it. I feel like for this season of my life, God has genuinely called me to it. And so I stay there. But it's not an either or. I spent so much of my life feeling so shameful. Like, like, I, I say Hannah Montana as a joke, but that's genuinely how I felt for like the beginning of my career. Like I couldn't talk about what I did outside of work, uh, out of my corporate job while I was at my corporate job. And I couldn't talk about my corporate job when I was training people on Zooms or writing books or on pod. Like I, I separated the two. They were two different worlds. Because at each one, if I brought up the other, I felt like a failure. Because you can either be an entrepreneur or you can be a corporate worker. You can either be a business owner or you can be an employee. You can't be both. Well, guess what? I am both. I am both. When you have a God that is a God of all, that creates all, that calls all, that gives the title and the name to all, you can be both. It's not an either or. It's a both and. 
It's a both and. Jesus, he was a preacher and a carpenter. He was man and the son of God. He was a son and he was a friend. He was both and, not either or. He was the son of Joseph and the son of God. Both and, not either or. So stop fitting yourself into this box. Stop holding back what God's trying to do through your life because you feel like, oh, I can't commit fully by giving up everything and or, oh, I work a corporate job. I can't build my dreams on the side. It's an either or. It's not. It's not. It's a both and. It's a both and. And if you work a full-time gig like me, and I might do a whole podcast or episode on like how I plan my days, but it's possible. And the true test of commitment is, are you willing to get up a little earlier? Are you willing to stay up a little later? To me, are you willing to use your Saturdays and your Sundays? That's when I get most of my stuff done. And does that mean saying no to hanging out with people by a pool and talking for hours on end? Yeah, it does. Because guess what? I've got dreams that I'm trying to build. I've got things I'm trying to do. And if I don't have time during the week, then I've got to get it done still. Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And so don't put yourself into this box saying you can't say yes to building that business. You can't say no to building that business because you're not willing to go all in or because you're working a full-time gig. You can because it's a both and it's not an either or. And so while this message might not be so popular in a sexy, pizzazzy, I gave up everything for this kind of world, do know there are responsible ways to build your dreams. And I think we need to teach more of that because there's more people, there's more people that relate to that, but they see people who are extremists going all in, giving up everything. And they think, oh, well, I'm not even going to try to build this thing God put on my heart because I'm not willing to do that. You don't have to be, you might not be called to be. Do not despise the day of small beginnings, Zechariah 4.10. I love that because great things start with a small step. And so don't discount yourself. There are responsible ways to build your dreams. And I'm rooting you on, and I can't watch, can't wait to watch to see what you do. Love you guys. Hey friend, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me, hang out with my guests and listen all the way through. Hey, listen, before you log off, I have an ask for you. I'm not very good at asking people for things. So really putting my foot forward here and asking that if this podcast has in any way, shape or form helped you, helped your friends, helped your family, helped your spirit, helped your soul, helped your mind, helped your body, helped your heart. Would you please, for your friend Annie, leave a review, leave a comment, put some stars out there, be honest, of course, but it would really help me out if you would like and review this podcast, especially if it's made any sort of impact in your life so that it can then go forth and help whoever else God needs to hear this message. I'm sending you love. I'm cheering for you, rooting for you. Let's go have an awesome day.